crowd, man. You want yeah, a beer? Yeah. No, I don't want a beer. I, I'm not drinking anymore. I told you. Done. Joe? Joe? Done. You want his beer, yeah. Joe? I'll have his beer. All right, here. I don't. Even, I don't know the orientation. I'm probably handing it to the wrong. We gotta square. figure that out. We gotta <laughs> figure that out one day. Where it just a actually, beer, it was beer. correct. It was correct. Joe, you didn't grab no. it. Well, no, because no. after last weekend, guys, after the show, I had friends over and I was drinking and I regretted all day Saturday. I was miserable. Woke up with the worst hangover, and I swear I'm still not drinking for the rest of my life. But I'll probably <laughs> change my mind tomorrow. But as of now, it's for the rest of my life. So I just, want to drink for the rest of my life. I mean, <laughs> I, how long has it been, Bill? Two and a half years. Pure, pure misery. You know, you know what's scary is, is that I have started to, and this is what scares me because I, I do have addiction in my family, but I've started to crave like um, the whole, uh, I don't know if people watch my streams and they know, like I get these weird nose twitches. Oh yeah. Because I'm not drinking. Like uh, it's, oh, it's what's missing from the stream is me drinking. Like I get so relaxed when I drink and I, I only need like two or three and then I'm, I'll have a good show. But like, if I don't drink, I'm anxious the whole time. And it's like, okay. I got to stop. You're going to have one of them Artie Lang noses. There. If you don't watch Chris, it. Chris, Chris, two or three, two or three. Okay. There. There. Wait, how the fuck there, there, <laughs> there you go. Nice. Um, it wasn't right. Oh, I mean, there you, you go. You, Look you, at, see, you gave sweet. me that. <laughs> it turned into seltzer water. I feel like I'm Jesus. <laughs> But I do have to say that like I, a, I used to drink soda a lot, like really bad, and I gave that up. And uh, these uh, seltzer waters like solved my problem. All it is yeah, is water. There's nothing else in it. So yeah, I drink. Yeah, I just bought some of that LaCroix. What is it called? Yeah, La, La, La yeah, whatever that is. We buy the Costco brand, whatever. Yeah. Polar, polar yeah, something. That stuff's, that stuff's a really good alternative to pop, even though I'm drinking the old Diet Pepsi tonight. But this try stuff it. will give you kidney stones. Yeah. Try Dude, Diet Pepsi is worse than regular Pepsi. <laughs> try, uh, try Spindrift. What is it now? Spindrift. Spindrift. It's really That's good. the soda thing you make your soda or whatever? No, no. It's like seltzer water, but they put like real juice into the seltzer water. Oh, uh, yeah. It's mm. excellent. Yeah, I just drink, and you know what? I actually, to the point that uh, at Costco, I'm assuming you got Costco up there, right, Joe? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so at Costco they have uh, carbonated water. It's just carbonated water in a bottle. It, it's called yeah. Italian sparkling water, and I drink those things like they're candy. But it's I bought that little I bought that little magismo thingy that you could put the little chamber inside and it gives you your carbonated water. It's got it. Yeah, yeah. See, I just take my yellow gun, and just jam it down in my pop, and just fire off a couple CO two cartridges in there. And you look but down, and your face is like Psh. my drain shotgun. Yeah, I got slime all over my face somehow. Hey, question for you guys. Who who's uh Carl Carly Lang or whoever you refer to? Artie Lang? Yeah, Artie, Artie Lang. Lang. Artie Lang was Howard, Stern. Howard Stern's comedic relief for mm. after Jackie the Joke Man, wasn't he? I think so. I think it was after Jackie the Joke Man. Uh Howard Stern brought him on as like a nobody. If I remember right, it's my Howard Stern that, tribute. That was, yeah, it was so many years ago. He brought him on and Artie Lang became like a super star with him but then Artie went down like the um steve Cocaine, from jackass like mm -hmm. way drugs and oh yeah like Artie lane got into heroin and and it got bad and he Dude. literally has snorted so much cocaine it ate away his septum so yeah. if you google a picture of Artie and look up right now Artie lang nose his nose is flat like a pancake and it's not cgi or nothing it's because he has snorted so much coke it is literally eating away his septum yeah and that's why I would call it my coke nose when my nose starts itching. And that's what's going to happen to Chris. 
Yeah. Holy shit. He's gonna he's gonna look like a mixture of David Beckham and Owen Wilson after a while. Owen, wow. get a Owen road. Wilson like before suicide or after suicide attempt? Uh whichever one broke his nose. I don't know. His nose has always been broken, right? Is it? I don't know. I don't know, dude, but you look like David Beckham for real. Dude, That's I wish true. I had some of David Beckham's F U money. No kidding. That is F U yeah. money. You got his F U beard. <laughs> I'm I'm working on that. Well, that this is because okay. Do I seem lighter? Do I seem happier? No. My family left. My family left. I'm joking. And uh, they haven't. Let's see. They left Thursday. So Did they leave because morning. we were so angry and couldn't stop punching them. Yeah, they left. They left me. They but they gave me a deadline. They said we're leaving you for six days. I oh. can't drink anymore. That's what they said. Yeah. No. <laughs> they, I actually. I'm freaking out because last night was actually the first night where I had to sleep and the house was all quiet. And I'm oh, like, man, it's eerie, isn't it? The kids, I'm like, what do I do? I, I felt weird. Yeah, that's I eerie, need, man. I need the crazy back. I need the crazy back. That's when the ghosts start coming out of the walls. I don't give a crap about that. You know, you know the weird thing? I don't know about you guys, but when my family's not home, I could sleep with the windows open in my entire house. I don't care. Oh, I but couldn't do that. Home, I start to panic. I panic that someone's going to break into the house and get my daughter or whatever. But when I'm home, I'll have the front windows, back yeah. windows. I don't care. I sleep on. I'm good. Yeah, every night before I go to bed, I duct tape both my pistols to my hands, and then I go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, I tuck you in. That's well, well, watch out for the safety. Yeah. Sa- change of subject here, guys. I was going to ask, uh, Adam, how's that new guy happen? Uh, new hire? How is he turning out? He's doing very well. He's, he's, he's very anxious to learn more and he's like teach me this teach me this you know he, he like wants to dive in hmm. but like i'm hesitant to show to throw too much you know what i mean it's like give yeah, give little nibbles at a time you know like he, um, he came up into the truck the other day kind of wanting to learn like you know sheet metal and that and it's like pump the brakes what's his yeah <laughs> Just like when it comes to the refrigeration side or the yeah. the major hydronic side, like yeah, just what's his background, Adam? Um, I mean, he's not from this country. He is. It's kind of a cool story. He's a refugee from um, Refugi? Burma, and hmm. so he came oh, over. That's where that's where um, uh, Sylvester Stallone uh, Rambo went. He went to Burma. He went up the river to Burma and then like chopped people's heads off. Yeah. Does he ever like ask you what your best friend's name from third grade was or your mother's maiden name or. (laughs) No, that's like, uh, like that's, um, what's that country? That's not, what was the street that you grew up on? Thailand. No, but somebody did hack my garage door opener. Oh, it was probably Johnny Wang. Seriously, I think it was Ike. Is Ike in here? I'm pretty sure it was Ike. Yeah, he's in here. Uh, did you end up getting that saw, uh, solder well, uh, weld stuff for him? Oh, or? I did. I did. Yeah. So we're, we're we, I'm I'm gonna set aside time in the shop. As soon as we start slowing down, I'm gonna try to bring him in and do like a training day, maybe once a week. You know, where let's learn how to braze. Let's learn how to do this. Let's because like. I don't think it's gr- a good plan to try to teach somebody how to braise and like customers equipment, you know? No. What I mean? no. Yeah, that's it's I've done it, but it's hard. Um yeah. You know what I did what I did with well with an apprentice that didn't work out. Um I can talk about this now. I think it's been long enough. Yeah, go ahead, bud. My apprentice that got a DUI? Yeah. Yeah. I think I can off the record, but it's over time. Yeah. I'm not naming names, but anyways, uh with him what I did was we installed like a 3-ton package unit. 
and I didn't take it to the scrapyard and I just brought it back to the shop. And then I just had him, I was like, take apart the condenser. And I uh, grabbed my torch and I made a hole in the condenser and the copper line. And I said, all right, braise it up, you know, like just do some magic stuff, fill in some holes. Yeah, like I was thinking about, I was thinking about doing that when we cut out old condensers and have yeah. them like get down in there because that's like, Anyone could braise with like a pipe in advice, just looking at a piece of copper. Yeah, no. But no. when you're like next to like a painted panel or something and you got to keep the valves cool and everything else, like and you're down on the ground. A, a right. unit. Speaking like of which, the idea of what I was trying to do was, you know, show him if you leave a torch on copper, what happens for too long? You know, how the hole will flare yeah. and then open up and then yeah. tell him to patch the hole because yeah. sometimes you got to do that to get yeah. you going when, yeah. you know, so tell him to patch the hole and then cut it and show him how much solder went in that hole so that way he knows like okay yeah you patched it but there's no copper pipe anymore because it's solid solder you know this is what you did and yeah you know just kind of show him that way and that's fun i am you know in the past i don't know if you've had this happen before adam too but in the past we had a problem with an apprentice that was extremely lazy and uh this this, was from like a couple years ago but that drove me nuts, man. That guy never, never wanted to. It just seemed like he was always in a hurry to get home. No, this oh, guy's hundred percent the opposite. I honestly, I love this guy. I think he has like the golden potential, you know, because okay. he never, never, never stops ever. Like that's awesome. If like we're there's like t- uh, downtime on the job, he's like organizing stuff on the truck, taking apart black fittings. We're at the shop. He's like. Uh, in the morning, I'm trying to send out emails and do stuff. He's uh, cleaning the back of the shop. He's sweeping the shop. Then he comes into the office, sweeps the office. Then he starts emptying the garbage cans and stuff. He's like, never starts making stop. me uncomfortable. That, yeah, that would like, start to make me uncomfortable. Like, hey, but that's not your job. Don't <laughs> do that. You know, it's just awesome though because like yeah. I usually you have the guy that's like, all right, I'm sitting down. I'm at the computer. I'm sending out emails, and then you have you know somebody waiting for you, and they just like sit across from you staring at you. Yeah. Yeah. No. You know. Yeah. That would drive me nuts. I've had people like that in the past, and you know, you know what's funny? I just don't understand that. It's funny you say that about Adam, about that new hire, about him uh, wanting to stay behind. I don't know about you guys, but I'm pretty sure same characteristics. Characteristics, all the same way. I want to stay behind, organize, stay busy, learn. You know what I mean? When you have to be, you got like that man. That's hard to find, right Right? there. It is. It's it's like uh, it's the eye of the tiger, right? Do you? You better make sure you tell him you love him, or he's gonna leave. And treat him well, exactly, Bill. Um, Good call. Like, I've been pet, uh, his, what? pet his hair, like when yeah. he's like doing something, like pet his hair a little bit. <laughs> what I've been doing to start off, I'm thinking of different things we can do to make like things better. I was thinking like maybe once a well, month, take him out uh, for you know lunch or dinner to a restaurant or whatever, um, you know, just whatever. I was thinking maybe I'd like to give him a tool allowance. Um, yeah. And just, I, I do, one thing I'm kind of skeptical about is overpaying, you know, I don't want to, cause I always feel bad for people, but then like you get to a certain point and you're the, the they want more money and you're like, well, you can't do a lot of stuff. Like how, mm-hmm. yeah, you know? I've, I've had that happen where you start someone off. Okay. So, um, I've started people off too high. Uh, partially because I was in a bind and also because they said they were more experienced and I, you know, my guys, I work with them for a day and then we put them, you know, if they've got experience then we start putting them out there. So we realized about, this was a couple of years, eh, probably about five, six years ago, we realized that one guy was like, Hey, this guy is not experienced. Like he said he was, and this is becoming a problem. 
but it was awkward. And so we were still in a bind and it's like, all right, cool. We're just going to keep paying him where he's at. Well, then he starts asking for a raise and it's like, wait, no, no. And now he's a year working for us and he wants a raise. And it's like, now you have to have that awkward conversation of, okay, well, I avoided telling you that you suck for a year. So now what do I, you know, and it's because we're not good business people. We really are. I I agree. But what I want to establish now is um, like, all right. So you're starting off here. I want you to learn this, 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 and this, and then let's have a discussion and yeah. we'll bump you up more money. And then once you're at that, we're, we're going to learn this, 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 and this, and then we'll bump you up again. But let's so, hit these benchmarks before we start talking raise, you know? What do you guys think of this? Uh, I, with some of my new guys, they came on board and I did the same thing. Like hey, I hired them at a one wage, then I started working with them. And I'm like, wow, you guys really are not where I, you know, at the level I expected. So <laughs> I was thinking about, um, I have three tests that I made up, you know, easy, intermediate, and then hard tests. And what I was thinking is either give them those tests like during the interview, or maybe depending how they go at their uh, like yearly evaluation, give them all three tests. And they're only, yeah, I'm talking like 10 question tests. I mean, it's not like an exam, but just sort of um, testing about the theory of refrigeration, different things we will work with. And then look like, all right, you, you passed the first test, but not the other two tests. So you need to work on these two. And then their next, their next yearly evaluation, they do the tests again. And I mean, if they still haven't, I mean, it's, it seems like a good way to measure their, um, their level or their ability or their knowledge. Yeah. Um, I, I've thought about similarly, um, quizzing them with videos. Like, Hey, watch this video. It's simple. I know where the problems were and I want to, I want to get, but it's the interesting thing I've noticed is no matter what you ask someone, you ask three different guys, something they're going to come up with a different answer. And some of them are all going to have, like, if you can understand their logic, you're like, okay, you're kind of right. You're kind of right. You're kind of right. This is the answer I was looking for, but you know, and then I'll ask them like, Hey, explain to me why you said that. And once they said, then I realized, okay, they were, you know, their logic was on point. They just missed yeah, it. I would, I would say if they can explain it and it makes sense. I mean, that shows that they have some knowledge of it at least. Yeah. And you know what, Bill, I, I agree with what you said, but I have to admit going up in the field, I, I, I kind of see that some people do learn. It takes a little bit more time, but when they do get it, they're better than the guy who got it right away kind of thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think people just learn a little quicker. I don't know. It just, I don't know. So are, are you guys more of the mindset that you, you have an apprentice ride with you. He learns for six to eight months, then you slowly start letting him out. Or are you guys mm-hmm. the throw him in the truck and no. they better figure it out? No, no he has to stay with me. Yeah. Shadow. Yeah. I, I, am too. I get so many, and I say that all the time on, you know, all the time in all my different you know, videos and different things. And people in the comments are always like, no, you just got to put them out there and let them figure it out. And it's like, no, because it's my business on the line. And you lose a customer these days. Luckily I came up, I was raised and I made so many mistakes and I screwed so much stuff up and I had so many bullshit ways to say that it wasn't my fault, whatever, you know, we would always make it right with the customer, but I was always worried about my reputation. So it was just like, you know, I was, Oh yeah, no, you know, that bullshit, but you can't get away with that anymore. You know, work that way real quick poppy let me check in here (laughs) the uh with your commercial accounts though it's not like you lose a customer and it's just one location like some of them are a chain like you don't lose just the one location you lose 20 restaurants so yeah and we're a small business right so um 
I have uh, in the past, I've had a, a customer, one location say, hey, I don't want this particular tech to come to my restaurant anymore. Mm-hmm. And I never, to this day, I never figured out why, but I would ask the general manager because I had a good relationship, working relationship with him. Like, what is it that you don't like about him? I don't know. I just, I just don't trust him. But I could tell there was something more, but he never told me what it was. Mm-hmm. Well, after he said that to that one place then all of a sudden another restaurant said yeah we don't want this person here and then another restaurant and then another restaurant and there was never an answer but it all came from that one general manager who communicated with everybody else and then it started and then what you were implying too bill is there's some accounts that you work for the corporate office and it's you know some the restaurants have a little bit of choice in the matter but some they don't and those ones you know it's hard enough to keep that work as it is because they change facilities directors like this. And with facilities directors, they always bring in new companies, but at the same time you piss someone off and you're done, you know, and, and you know, you just lost 30 restaurants. Yeah. I just, I just had to let go three people because of that, you know, like, I mean, that's what you got to do. And it's scary. How's that new guy, Chris? You mentioned to us earlier, you have a new guy, you're trying to know a new guy. Oh yeah. So we did a, um, I did like a a day. I had him come work with me for a day while I was doing an install and, uh, he, he did good. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that everything's going to work out good. Uh, now it's just a matter of, I mean, he meets the criteria that I want him to meet. He's a technician already. He's experienced. Um, he works in restaurants, so he's used to the hours. And the cool thing is that he came from supermarkets in the past, like four years ago, he worked in the supermarket thing for a year. No. And the first thing was, was why did you leave the supermarket stuff? And he goes, cause I was done working hundred hours a week. And I go, yeah. okay, cool. I, I liked that answer because it just shows that he, he doesn't want to work insane hours, but he wants to work good hours, you know? So yeah, he wants to support his family, but he also wants to see his family. Exactly. And, 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 you know, so, um, I think, uh, I mean, we haven't officially hired him yet, but I think it's going to happen and let's see, you know, I'm, I, I need it, you know, we need the help. So cool. You it know, somebody nice was saying, works. I don't know if this is you, Chris, or somebody else, one of the other guys. Um, but somebody posted a question at some point, like when is an apprentice good enough to, to be bumped up where they're not an apprentice anymore? And somebody's like, the answer was, when they're they have whatever you're looking for behind your back before you ask for it yep yeah that was in one of my streams or something like that but the the funny thing is this guy's been working for me he just hit one month and he's already doing that everything i like turn around he's like here here and i'm like man that's what you need out of an apprentice when an apprentice can you know, predict what i'm gonna need so as i'm brazing in a compressor and all of a sudden my vacuum pump appears a plus you know um that kind of stuff you know it's like i'm sick you know what i don't want is is for me to have to tell like my head hurts i don't want to have to think for the other person too i think for enough people as it is i don't need another person in the mix you know so that is that is an a plus um thing right there Uh, that's awesome adam i agree 100 percent. yep oh man how the rest of your guys' weeks this week besides for my garage door getting hacked so i have this i have uh i have an app i have these wi-fi garage doors i have one at the shop and one at my house okay yeah and i got the one at the house because i needed my garage door if it went bad and the guy's like extra hundred bucks you can control with your phone I'm like, all right cool so i did that and then i got the one at the shop because i have a really close relationship to one of our distributors and we buy a lot for them for deliveries and i have a camera and if i'm not there i could just open the door watch them on the camera and then when they leave, close the door, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. So the other day I was coming home and um, I realized it wasn't when I was at, I wasn't home. It was at, at the, at, at the work, my shop, you know, it said a team shop. And when I opened the door, an alert popped onto my phone and it said, moron alert, Adam's home. Moron <laughs> alert. <laughs> so, so this sounds like your wife programmed it to say moron alert. Yeah. I, she swears she didn't do it. I mean, I, 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 I would say I didn't do it either. I know. I know, man. That is funny, I have to admit. That I, is, I, I mean, I laugh. I laugh, but then it's also very creepy because they can get into your, you know. It is. It is. So who's yeah, the, right? who's the person you least suspect? I suspect Jimmy Wang already. <laughs> I mean, look, I mean, you, you know he knows IT because he's from Burma. He's got to. Phil. Uh, so, I don't know, man. That's what my good tells me. This shit. This I is, have a uh, reputation to uphold. Yeah, this is not politically correct. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, man. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, Bill? I think that. Uh, you think it's my I wife? Think that it was your wife. So, Bill, how was your there alert. your week over there, bud? Uh, you know, it wasn't too bad. Took today yeah. off. Went down, had some lunch with the uh, old owner of our company, then came home and spent a couple hours working on the thumbnail today. Yeah, yeah. pretty cool thumbnail. I got it. Wait, the thumbnail that you fucked up, Bill? Yeah, that's the one. Okay, want to make sure. Spent hours. Hours working on that. I yeah. Then I didn't scrap it all. And then Chris, hey, by the way, Bill, you're so stupid. You screwed it up. Well, Bill, if you did it right, I didn't have to call you stupid. It's, it's solved. Maybe you know? broke, broke all my feelings. What was wrong with that? It said that we were going to have someone that we didn't oh. have. I will oh. tell you, Joe, but I can't, I just can't bring those memories back up of when Chris said the F word to me. <laughs> it just Chris said, yeah. yeah. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, well, you know, I will say that in our private chat before this, Bill said, who's going to be our guest tonight? And I said, am I not enough for you anymore, Bill? True, true. Mm-hmm. You know? And apparently I'm not enough for Bill anymore. No. No. Not unless you're wearing a wig and uh, some fake English teeth. Apparently you don't like David Beckham. Chip, look, chip, cheerio. So, chip, chip, cheerio. I don't mind David Beckham as long as he's, you know, showing his midriff. I have never been told I look like David Beckham. That is the weirdest thing in the world. You totally do. Like, hold on. I'm going to ask the audience here. You don't have to Who type, Bill. Thinks oh. Chris looks like David Beckham. I was going to type it, but I'm like, you know what? I got a microphone. I'll just ask him with my mouth and my words. I just want to be mistaken for him, like, at the bank one time. Like, that's it. They'd be like, oh, my God, you look like David Beckham. Yeah. Like, from five Would you like to withdraw all your money from your bank account? Yeah. Cash, yeah. please. Yeah. In a um, duffel bag. So did you guys see, have, I, I, I was wondering how many, how many people out there have received their first gray refrigerant jug? Yeah. I haven't gotten them yet. I haven't seen that. Nope. I seen that you did though. Yeah. I keep on using recycled. And it says, <laughs> what does it say? What I posted, it says, do not remove from box. Mm-hmm. Someone mentioned that. How are you going to put it on your rack? For, for, for DOT reasons, right? D- Department of Transportation requires that it's in a safe place but it's supposed to technically stay in the box too it's it's a weird confused it's like to stay in the box is it like that uh you know on mattresses where the tag that says do not remove oh, yeah, do, not remove, yeah, yeah. do not remove yeah what the hell i look like Haley joel osmond oh that's yeah. true you do like if Haley joel, like shaved his head Haley, is that a girl what the fuck 
Uh, it's, the, <laughs> it's the kid from um, The Sixth Sense. I see dead people. He was also the kid from Forrest Gump. I just read an article about him on Google. Yeah, I know who he is, but I, I don't know that I've seen him as a teenager. Huh. He's like a he's a grown ass man now. Apparently I'm a doppelganger for a lot of people. That's true. You own those faces. And almost I was even gonna say like a little bit of Jason Statham in there. There you go. That's the one. He's another better. one of those I one of my cheats, like in another life. Jason Statham, Vin Diesel, and yeah, uh Diesel, and Dwayne yeah. the Rock Johnson. Those are oh. my three cheats. And I remember that up. But it would be hilarious. So hilarious if you got the Dwayne the Rock Johnson like shoulder chest tattoo thing going on. And like just rocked an open shirt. Oh shit. I just realized that's actually my dream tattoo that I've always wanted to get a tattoo that started on one side and worked over my shoulder and down my back. It's because of the rock. I never realized that it was a gay thing. It's totally a gay thing. Why I want that tattoo now. You should totally do it. I I fully support you know what tattoo I think you should get, Chris? What's that? Like right on your inner thigh, get a tattoo of a squirrel running down your leg with two nuts in its mouth. Oh, nice. That'd be a pretty funny one, but I feel bad that would be funny. I have to put it on my inner thigh. I have to lay there with like my taint hanging out in some dude's face, like for a half hour while he tattoos in there. And then I like accidentally like fart or something. Many, many years ago, I used to be a tattoo artist. Many, many years ago, I used to have to do some stuff in awkward positions. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've done inner thighs before. On a dude? I might have been. I couldn't tell. (laughs) (laughs) it's hard to tell some of them some of them people where i come from have like weird body shapes oh that's that's weird times that is too fun long story short though like tattoo artists they're kind of used most of them are used to weird positions like that inner thigh no big deal <laughs> These comments are funny. I should get a mouse running to the hole. Why? <laughs> oh, oh shit, that's which, fun. Which which hole? I don't know. <laughs> I oh so so Joe, do you have any tattoos? No, I don't. I, Adam, I know you do. Bill, you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have any. I've I, I'm not afraid to get them. My wife has a few. I'm absolutely not afraid to get them. It's just I'm looking for that perfect one. I've always wanted that one that starts and then works its way over my shoulder. Um, but then my excuse has always been that I'm too fat for that right now and I'd want to show it off. So I need to get into shape. And that was like 10 years ago. So I would get that, but I'm just about ready to start my bodybuilding career and I don't want it to stretch, stretch out, stretch out when I get mass. How are those gauges going to come out there, Bill, when you uh, start working out the gauges, the gauges tattoo. Yeah. Oh, that I'm not going to work. It's I don't want to ruin be a, It's going to be I'm the difference. Gonna it's going to be like, so like maintain it. It's going to be like when you buy regular size gauges and then you switch over to those jumbos. So the brute, yeah, the big manifold where it's all big. Yeah. It's, going all, it's going to be all Ripley as my the veins. Scale, the scale all messed up. What about that? What about um, when the 410 gauges started coming out? And because I don't carry multiple sets of gauges. So then I was like, all right, I got to get a new gauge set. So I get a 410A gauge. And then I do refrigeration though. So you go to work on R22 and you're like, what the fuck? The scale's all messed up. Like mm-hmm. what? The increments of 10 now with each little notch? Like what? Driving nuts. Mm-hmm. Nuts. Nuts. You know, the first tattoo you should get, Chris, you got to go with barbed wire around your, around your arm. Oh, <laughs> God. Like my barbed dad, wire. my dad's first tattoo when I was a kid, he had like my mom's name tattooed on his arm. And, and then, then had, like, a, yeah, but not barbed wire. It was like a Xena warrior princess bracelet with a fucking amulet in the middle or whatever. So it like right. went around. 
That's yeah. awesome. You remember Xena Warrior Princess? Yeah, I oh, yeah. yeah, and her little redheaded sidekick. I don't remember the redheaded sidekick. I just remember Xena. I don't remember the redhead's name, though. Yeah. Hmm. What about uh, Hercules? The Hercules TV show with Kevin Sorbo. Kevin Sorbo? I used to yep. call him Kevin Sorbutt. Sorbutt. Did you guys ever... Did you ever watch Conan the Barbarian, the movie? Yeah, that, that was too corny. Arnold Schwarzenegger movies have never... What about the uh, the the reboot with Jason Momoa? I haven't seen that one. No? That's pretty good. Yeah. No. He's, um, all, he's all greased up, looking all good, and busting people's Aquaman. asses. That's Aquaman, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I almost want to go get my scale, because you guys, I don't think, have seen my scale, refrigerant scale, and you should see this. This thing's ancient, and I haven't got one yet. You guys got to see this thing. Do you have an old refrigerant scale? I do. Like an old one, or is it an analog scale? It's uh, it's the one with the cord to the oh, scale. So it's, digital. it's digital. Yeah, it's digital, but it's old. Oh, okay. Like how old are we talking? Oh, fuck. Like I can't tell. Late 90s? Probably late, early 2000s, late 90s, I guess. Hmm. Ithacon. It's a great one. Uh, Is it like an oval shape? I don't like the Infocom yeah. ones. What am I oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure I've seen that. It's got the stupid round head. Yes. I hate mm-hmm. that scale. I hate Why? that passion. I used to add that. Because you have to take it out of the box to use it, right? Yeah. It's the dumbest scale in the world. I don't want to take my scale out of the box. You know, like, you know what I use for service? I just find it super easy. What's that? Go get yourself a fish scale. It's like this big with a little hook. Uh-huh. And put it in your bag, and then you just hold the jug with the fish scale, and it locks it in. That's it. You don't need to carry up a big freaking massive scale. I don't trust it for weighing in like precise charges. Yeah, so, you know, weighing like four ounces of R two ninety. No, so no, I'm no. weighing in a charge of like twenty seven pounds, and I'm holding the fucking cylinder. No, I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying like, like you're you're down a pound on a service call or something. Weigh it before, weigh sense, it yeah. after. I'm saying yeah. like a critical charge. Use a real scale, yellow jacket, yeah. something like that. Yeah, right? you know, you know, what? actually, that that does make sense, Adam, because I'll, I've been getting more and more lazy, and so what I will do, especially when I'm working on package units and stuff, um, if I'm just topping off a charge, is I'll weigh it down in my van, and I won't take the yeah. scale up. So right. then when I come down to the van, I have to weigh it again. And it's kind of a pain in the ass because you got to set up the scale again. So, yeah, having that little fish scale, Chingus, that'd be pretty smart, actually. Just look at it. Okay, I used seven it's pounds. Little hack. Right. It's probably not the most accurate scale, but it's close enough just to know what to bill your customer, right? I forget, I forget the model number of this, uh, but I got that field piece scale where it's got the little, um, uh, what the hell? The wireless one? The wireless one where it's yeah, strapped in the back of it. Is it SRS3? Nah, I couldn't even tell you. You just yeah, flip it have, over and look through it, pull the, uh, yeah. pull the display out. That thing's pretty sweet. Lightweight. Yeah, it is nice. Um, Shoulder bag. You, with, uh, with really cool about that one, again, for us lazy techs, is it uh, syncs up with the new manifold. Yeah, you guys are lucky for that. The 480 manifold, it syncs with it, so you don't have to pull the handle out. You can actually just zero it out on the manifold and what? look at that. And it tells you your readings on your gauge, right? Yep, yep. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. On the S Man 480 or S Man 380, oh, it has a display on the actual gauge. You don't have to connect to the app. You can connect to the app, but it'll display it on the gauges, and you can zero it out on your gauges. I get it. That reminds me. So, uh, make sure to use my offer code Big Picture, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> when he gets two things in a video that I haven't released yet, Chris. If you ever get a chance to watch it, I'm trolling you in that video. So, internet beef. <laughs> anyway, second thing. Um, I tried to connect my uh, Testo 550s to the MeasureQuick app. Uh-huh. I can't get them to connect. Fail? Yeah. 
I can't, I, I can scan Maybe. them. MeasureQuick recognizes them, but I can't get the display to actually show me what the, the gauges are displaying. Oh, that's interesting. I wonder if anybody else let's, in chat uh, has let, tried to Let's get Jim Bergman on here. Yeah, where's Jim Bergman at? Rang. Yeah, I'm sure he's watching. Nice. What was that, Lurch? Yeah. I still have a lot of questions for Jim, so we need to get oh, we all have here. We, yeah. Every time we have a guest, we still have like 50 billion questions for Clive, too. Clive, oh, yeah. and, and don't forget Jamie Kitchen. We brought him on to talk TXVs, and I think yeah. we, we never even talked about TXVs. Right. Yeah. right. He was a good person to talk to, though. Mm-hmm. Well, just because yeah. he was a good talk. He, yeah. That was definitely a good show. It was. They all were. You know? Yeah. Oh man. So my family is gone and I have to get through this whole weekend. Um, I realized that I get up out of bed and my bed doesn't get magically made. Mm-hmm. Uh, I come back and it's still all messy. And I tell my wife all the time, it's funny. Cause I tell her like, why do you even make the bed? That's just stupid. We're just going to get it the next day. But then when you realize and it's not made and you get in, you're like, Oh, it does feel nice after it's been made. Yeah, <laughs> now it's just a mess. And you know, my wife, I'm thankful. She does the laundry. There's nobody doing the laundry right now my dishes i gotta wash them although i just cooked bagel bites in the air fryer so it's not like i really did anything i'm eating like a pig what are you like back in college or something yeah back in college dude you know what who cares if i gain five pounds while they're gone not my problem you know chris you're gonna live with me you can have bagel bites for dinner and well actually no i didn't have bagel bites today i thought about i had uh taquitos chicken taquitos frozen chicken taquitos Mm. probably no chicken in them at all and uh, pizza, Friday night pizza night. Friday night pizza. Night. I I invited all you guys over, but your lazy asses didn't get over here. So I still would like you guys to come. I know Joe's not going to come because he's a freaking oh, slacker. Stop. I yeah, think they true. shut down the Canadian border. I don't think they're allowed. I don't anything. think that Joe is allowed to come. I don't think uh, he even has his passport yet. I don't think he could get across the border without getting smacked in the head by immigration and customs. I bet Ju- Justin Trudeau is standing at the border. Like, what are you doing? Get back no, home, Joe. Justin, Justin's hey. telling him to go. It's freaking Border Patrol that's not letting him in. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> They're like, no. Well, no I mean, Joe doesn't have to come. Like, I do. I, I honestly do. We always, we always plan. I, I want to, guys, honestly. But oh, Ricky Hertz makes a good point. Leave the toilet seat up all weekend. You know, oh, that's you one better. What you should do the entire time that they're gone, don't flush the toilet. No, that's fucking nasty. But you know what I want to do is I want our stupid cats to magically disappear. And I asked my wife, I said, would it really be the end of the world if you guys came home and there was no cats here? And she was like, uh, yeah. I was like, fuck. Yeah. Why? You don't like them? No, I only like the one cat that got out last week, but my wife's cat's a piece of crap. How many cats do you have? You're like a cat. Two. Goes. two. I got two. If, if, if I open my door, they'll probably come in here and start meowing. Leave the, uh, just leave yeah, the door meow. open one night. Yeah. Well, the problem is my wife's cat won't leave. She just stands at the door looking. There. <laughs> yeah. That's not my cat. Oh, actually, you know what? Uh, side note again. Adam, I want to show you this. Actually, I brought it. I'm going to give this to you. I'm going to send it over. I'm going to photocopy it for you. And this is a whole booklet of Grunfoss, different kind of pumps. Oh, nice. That's the ones I use to size the pumps. What is the booklet? It's just like telling you about the head and yeah, weird head. pressure and different things exactly head loss. So for the head joe i i'm an idiot when it comes to this but the way i understand it is is that's the amount of back pressure coming back on the pump 
Yeah, restriction, back pressure yeah. if you want. Yeah. So like if you're trying to pump 17 feet in the air, the weight of the water coming back on the pump, is that the head? That or restrictions like uh any, any GPM loss, like so, either so any buildup that's that's um uh exuding force back on the pump, basically. Okay, Pretty so it's so like static pressure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. That that's the way I thought of of the, the what do they call it? They call it the head or yeah, head loss. Yeah, feet, they head call loss. it uh, yeah, or, or feet or feet of head. Feet, feet of head. Hmm. Huh. So, exactly. I could. I could so run how down often do you get head like that? Not very often. <laughs> <laughs> Usually, the bigger pump wins. <laughs> that was like in the younger days, huh? That was when you were way younger. That was. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh shit! Probably when you could see it, couldn't you? I can see it <laughs> a little bit mm. with the mirror. I don't think on the floor. <laughs> tell, tell my wife while you're down there, can you trim my toenails? <laughs> trim my toenails. I just trimmed my toenails myself today. Yeah, let's change the subject. Yeah. I don't want to talk about toes. You know, that's the one thing that drives me nuts is feet. I can't handle feet, man. That makes yeah, me I'm not a big fan either. Eh? Feet are nasty. Cover those things up, put socks on them. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> can't do it. Can't I don't know do where this conversation's going, but I don't know either. Let's get back to like some kind of HVAC talk. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> oh, I you know what I forgot? I meant to bring that tool to show you guys. It was pretty cool. So I had an Amana unit about a week. Oh, I have a problem customer, and that's this is the customer. Okay. Um we installed an Amana two-stage variable 95 or 97, whatever it is, furnace. Um that sounds complicated. And then we did a communicating two-stage 16-seer air con- or condenser, right? Yes, yes. The problem was, so Amana does not have uh, terminals, low-voltage terminals on their circuit board for Y2. They don't want you to connect it to a two-stage thermostat. They want, and if you have a communicating two-stage heat pump, they only want a single-stage heat-cool air conditioning thermostat, not even a heat pump thermostat, okay? So four wire you could have for a two-stage heat pump even. Um, so what it what it does is when you have the communications, um, there's algorithms inside the circuit board talks back and forth between the condenser or the heat pump, right? Um, so as soon as I connected it, it was not getting communication. It was not recognizing the condenser. So I bought this little tool to reprogram it, which is cool. You do it with your phone. Um so who provides this tool and where do you get it? I had to buy it. I mean, you buy it from any of your Goodman, GDI, Goodman distributors, you know. What's this tool called? I've never heard of this. I don't know. I honestly, <laughs> I have no clue what it's called. It's like, I, a I little, it's like this it. little so it sounds It sounds familiar because I know that like on the commercial side, York or JCI has this little chingus that you can use to program their York Predator units and different things like that. So it sounds just like the programmer, right? And But it yeah. gives you access to your phone. But it's cool because like it's for everything that's communicating. So what, mm-hmm. what it is is you connect with Bluetooth through their app to the device and you pick out whatever model number furnace. You know, oh, you, wait, and, other brands too? Or no, just no, their... just the Manor or Goodman. And, oh, okay. and, then, gotcha. and then you uh, push the software, whatever you're updating, to the device and then you plug it in and learn it. And so it's kind of cool because it's for everything. Um, anyway, so this guy knew. I told him because I had that like uh, – kind of rig it up for a day because I didn't have the the tool to get him cooling. I had it running on high stage and that was it. Um, 
And uh, so I reprogrammed and everything. And now he's like, he's like my thermostat, my Ecobee thermostat, which we didn't install. He's like, it's only say it's on first stage. So I don't think it's working right. And I'm like, I told, I, I told you, I, we had this, had this discussion. You cannot hook a two stage thermostat up to this. It will, there's no, there's no, ter- there's no wire. You can't put a wire to it. You know, there's, yeah. it's impossible to do. Yeah. And uh, he's like, okay, okay. So now he calls today and he's like, I, I'm pretty sure this is not going into second stage. It's only running on first stage. I'm like, is your house cool? Well, yeah. Okay. Then so yeah. so he's got what do they call that? There's I think Brian has a name for that or something like that. But he's got that uh, as fix fixation on the, you know he he's trying to figure out how it works and he's looking for that and he wants to see the, you know he wants to see what's going on in it instead of just be comfortable. Like, you know, he ignores the fact that his house is comfortable. He just wants to know, like, oh, yeah, it doesn't seem like it's working because I can't see it physically say that it goes right. Y2 or. And the funny thing is he has lived there for five years and his second floor has never cooled right. So I put in this two-stage system, adjusted his dampers, and they say it's like a dream upstairs. It's better than it's ever been since they bought the house. And he's still complaining about it. Yeah. That's that's pathetic. How he old just, is that? Maybe he's never going to be happy. Never. Yeah. How old is that house, Adam? Uh, probably forty years old, something like that. Wow, where are oh. these dampers you're talking about? Sorry, Chris, where are these dampers you're talking about? Are they in the like the main branch lines in the basement? Where yeah. are these dampers? Yeah, yeah. I really main want branch lines in the basement because so they have it set up because it's like a tri level, and yeah. there's one trunk that runs the whole first floor, one that does the basement, and then there's two that do the second floor. Uh, you guys it's just so lucky because you know i go to people's houses and they're having problem with airflow blah 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 and we don't have no dampers it was that old uh i forget what the um the system was called it's like that equal equalization system where they just reduce sizes it's you called I mean. uh graduated trunk graduated trunk pretty much yeah so you can't do nothing about that and it's so hard to fix that essentially but Anyways, usually they, they put around here when they did that, they put dampers whenever they have a takeoff coming off, like right away at the takeoff. See, that's how they hack stuff in Canada. Well, it's the older houses now that you won't see that. Yep, I agree. <laughs> really? What do you agree with, Bill? Do you think that, that he should have turned the dampers to the blue color or the red color? Uh, color. Red. He wasn't listening, so he doesn't even fucking know what I'm talking about. No, anymore. but I had to chime in so people think I'm paying attention. Yeah. I don't want to feel, feel bad. Equal something. Uh, it's called something else, Adam, as well. I can't remember. Anyways. Did you check? You should have checked the CFM like before and after. Just curiosity. I know you didn't do it. I don't think you did, but you should have checked the CFM like before and after. See if you changed or anything. Oh, no. I know hmm. it changed. I 100% know it changed. Definitely. Yeah, but you didn't, you didn't take the readings, right? I didn't take the readings. Okay, I was, I'm just curious. We need, and this is like the industry, you know, never going to happen, but it would be amazing. We need an easy way, an easy solution to check proper airflow. And that's one of the hardest things to find a tool because the more you look at tools and you say, okay, so I'm going to go buy an anemometer. Okay, cool. There's a lot of flaws in an anemometer because you got to traverse the duct and you got to do averages and figure out, you know, oh, there's, there's, spots that there's not going to be because airflow is really funky the way that right. it flows yeah or okay so then you're going to use a flow hood right but then you find out that when you put a flow hood on a register 
uh, first off, I was listening to a podcast recently and this made sense. Actually, I think it was Brian's podcast, but there's different flow hoods for registers, for grills, for returns, like they're different setup. But then when you put a flow hood on a register, you actually create a static pressure and slow the airflow down yeah. to that register, you know, yeah. unless you have the right flow hood, like, mm. you know, so then you buy these, um, true flow grids that you put in, in place of the filters that have 15 different, you know, uh, yeah. static pressure tubes coming out that you got to hook up, you know, it's like, there's no easy with like the, the one thing that has never changed in our, in our in industry from day one is airflow and we need proper airflow, but there's no real way to measure airflow. I mean, it's pretty accurate. I think doing, I I've done, I've checked when I was doing, um, the certification or, uh, what, what, what is it called? I don't know what they call it again, but for the, uh, the energy companies, like the electric companies and mm -hmm. gas companies and that. Yeah, you um, go through like the... the Everything with a furnace. Tab companies or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Go through everything. But anyways, I would look at the charts, like the static pressure charts, uh, and uh, check that against a hot wire anemometer. Hot wires do suck to use because you have to like try to keep a consistent pace running in and pulling out. And then, um, you know, you're like, am I in there too long? What's going on here? And then you're trying to hit stop, and then you're trying to get out straight. So <laughs> the, the right spot. Right. Wait a minute. Like, like Clive said, turn. Wait, what are we talking about right now? I, I just started paying how attention. Hit what? How are I'm you curious what you're talking about because you, you can't get the right spot, and you're but like in there, but then you're in there too I far. Have a, I have a field too piece. Long? And the, the, the field piece, the field piece actually is pretty uh, damn close to the static right. pressure charts for furnaces. Going back yeah, to chat, you know, it's, weird. Just, it's just a pain in the ass though. Like it's, it it's, it's especially when you get into commercial and so, you know, guys that are working on package units, you know, there's, I mean, yes, we have, okay. Measure quick does a really good job of estimating airflow, but a few things can really skew those numbers, you know, and um, it, I just wish there was an easier way. That'd be the million dollar idea. You come up with a solution to solve that. I, I just bought the, uh, the two, the two um, manometer kit. Static pressure. Yeah. And you know, and you know, Adam, that's what the ongoing thing is in our field, static pressure. Right. Yeah. Screw anything else. Let's check the static. Let's check for restriction. Let's check for this. And let's just see the overall static pressure. In. So, and yeah, yeah, that that's good point. You know, using total external static to tell you a lot. And, you know, especially on residential, you can use total external static and use blower charts and get a pretty good number to go there. But on commercial, and I know Bill, if he, if he ever does, I'm sure he does. He's tried to, you know, put static probes on every package unit out there and you're going to have anywhere from an inch and a half to three inches of static. And it's like, wait, but it's rated for an inch. Mm -hmm. So we have to deal with that. So, you so know, can't, that's the problem. So usually it's never right. Really. But when it comes to commercial, you're right. And I think you would just mainly just make sure you got the blower that could have a blower motor that could handle that much static. Essentially. Yeah. 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 But, but we're coming on a job where we can't just recommend to a customer. No, I mean, yeah. I'm going, I've got a not to exceed. This is the first time I go out there and I say, okay. I mean, I, I bring it up. Hey, the airflow is screwed up, but I stop bringing it up because the customers, they don't care. They don't care about airflow. They don't care about bad duct work. Yeah, they don't care about, you're not going to do anything about it. No, they yeah, I went to a dentist office about <laughs> two months ago and I, I, you could just hear the, it was just howling in the building. <laughs> and that was, that was their complaint. It was just howling in there. And then you go up there, I'm checking the supply temp. It's like 30 degrees. I'm like, oh man, you got like no airflow. It was like, you could just look at the ductwork and I don't know, I, I didn't do any measurements, but you could literally just look at it and just tell it's undersized for this big old seven and a half ton rooftop unit. Yeah. 
You could always take um, temperature rise, right? You could do temperature rise. Temperature rise only works in heating, right? Well, you can. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you don't. Like, or in that case, like with um, my supply temperature was so low, I'm like, yeah, your your air is not moving through here. That was the problem. But, but if, get you take, there. if you take temp rise and heating, okay, so let's say you're working on a a residential unit that's just in heating. I mean, your airflow is going to change you when you go to high your, speed. You move your airflow, move your airflow tap from cool to heat. And that's how you do it. You could do it. You could do the same formula and just move your taps every time you could check the CFM on each speed tap. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So, so you're saying when you go to, okay. So when you go to the cooling setting, you're basically saying you're, even though you tested it during the heating, you're looking for the difference between the low speed and the high speed, and then you're adding them together. Well, no, but that still wouldn't work, no, Adam, because... It, does, it 100% works. So you have to use but the... what happens when you have a wet coil? When you have a wet coil, your airflow is going to slow down. Mm. So that's why that's the exact... I mean, granted, I think it, you're gonna maybe be you're not close. in a really humid place, but right. here we have a, a commercial standard. We don't have humidity, but we have a commercial standard that we have to have two-speed blowers on package units. And the reason why we have to have two-speed blowers, um, and these are three-phase package units, the way that they do it is they put VFDs in the unit. Hmm. And whenever it goes to second stage, it speeds up. But the theory are, is, are those is that... The, are those the big things that I rip off and throw in the garbage and install a contactor <laughs> when yep. I put in a rooftop? Yep, mm -hmm. yep. Okay. problem solved. But the whole point of the, the, the variable airspeed is that all of our package units, all of our air conditioners in general... If they didn't have speeds on the blowers before, they were sized for two stages of cooling. So theoretically, on first stage, you were overshooting the airflow because on second stage, you have a higher static pressure differential because the coil's wet, so they got to push the air through harder, so they, they run the blower faster for when you know both stages are running. So now they slow it down. So maybe you don't have humidity where you're at, but if you were in a place like Florida, there's going to be a big difference between uh, airflow when it's heating and airflow when you have a fully saturated coil. Wow. Your static pressure is going to go up. Your, I mean, it's your it's humid down. here. What's it's, that? It's humid. We get humid. It's humid? Yeah. We don't know, dude. Here it's 20%, 25% humidity. So we lose our minds when it's 50. How, how much? Oh, I'm just man, trying to think how much 50. a coil would, would be uh, like, um, like a static drop of, through the coil. I, like a wet coil versus a dry coil or what? Because no, I'm just like, saying in general coil. Like I mean, when in you're general, for static pre you, like, you, uh, they're, they're rated. You could like look them up on whatever mm -hmm. manufacturer's website. Like they're and you usually any, with, like one, what, one, three, one, five, and it could be up even higher, you know, you know, and carrier on carrier products for the res. I know for the residential line, at least you can look up the wet coil pressure drop. So you'll know exactly how much it's going to change when it gets wet. They probably have a few. They probably have some coils. The big monster coils and everything. They, I mean, you'll probably have some coils that are less, slightly less than an inch. But that's what I was talking about the other day. You know, where were we at when we were talking about airflow duct sizing and all that? Where, where oh, we're, we're just talking. Just put it that way. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, there's like a, there's an ongoing thing. Everyone thinks, I, I don't know. I, I think there's a lot of hey, mis... Hey, why are you yelling? Calm I'm down I'm now. So sorry. It's just they don't know, Adam. They don't know. Right. It's just, it's a, it's a, it's an old habit and it got passed on. Old habits really. die hard. You know? I know everything. Yeah, I hear you. I wish I, I knew everything. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and we're referring to the point one of static uh, friction loss. It drives me nuts. Friction rate. It drives me nuts when people say Rule that. of thumb. Drives me point nuts. one every time. 
No. One time, every time. You have 200 feet of duct or five feet of duct, point one, baby. I just I just took that little circle thing and I put a staple right through it. I'm like, I don't need to move that around. <laughs> point one is what I was taught by the guy at the bus stop. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, but I just, I wish we had a better way to measure airflow. That's just I agree. the one thing. There's, it, it's, I, I was actually, of all things, literally, I was like going to bed the other night and I was sitting, and this is how messed up my head is. I'm sitting here going, man, I need to solve the airflow problem. How can are I measure airflow? Are you talking better? about just like commercial side? Yeah, of I mean commercial, but I mean it would it would come back to residential too. But yeah, yeah. I I really do wish at some point in time, like I haven't really had the opportunity a lot of times to get way up into the ceilings and do anything with the duct work. But it would be kind of nice to just just because I'm curious about it, just to you know pop some holes in there, just to see what the static pressure is on some of these. But most of the time, I don't do have the ability. I mean, you just do it up the packaging, and you can check total external static just at the return and supply. You're usually going to run. I mean, yeah. if your equipment's anything like mine, you're going to run about an inch and a half of static. But I, I, I think you're going to get a better. Wouldn't you get a better result if you take it like further down in the duct where it actually has time to start mixing and moving around a little bit? Well, theoretically, I mean, they tell you to check it at the outlet of the appliance, right? I mean, yeah, in a perfect world, you check it six inches below the roof deck, sure. But mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be that much different. Because residential is the same way. There's certain spots you have to put in. Sometimes manufacturers account for the coil. Some don't. It, de- it depends. And, it varies. You're and, good call yeah, there. But I mean, you, you don't. You oh, only oh, can pop a hole in the, uh, you know, but, in one of the panels and check supply or return. But, right. I there. mean, as long as you get on the other side of the economizer dampers, then you're really getting a true static right there. Think of it this uh, way, yeah. though. Think of static like this. Wherever you're taking it, if it's in the supply, wherever you're taking it, it's looking at that point and downstream. It doesn't see That's anything right. before that. So if you take mm-hmm. it down at the, the trunk line, it's looking at the trunk line on. It doesn't see the coil. So you could check the other yeah. side of the coil, and now it's checking the coil and the trunk line. Yeah, pressure um, differential and you could do it. it. You could do the same thing with the return. You could check it on each side of the filter. And that's how you could find out trouble problems on your ductwork too, because if you have crazy fittings and nineties and stuff, you could start taking different reference points and seeing where your drop is. Yeah, you know, that's all I use it for. Yeah, restrictions. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Just going down the line and like yeah. checking after this elbow, after yep. this elbow, and this different reduction reducer. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. See, part of me wants to say that point one should be adjustable. I should take that staple out of my wheel. Yeah, maybe, sure. maybe just a little bit. All right, I'm going to change the subject. How many of you guys watched the Hamilton thing that was released on uh, Disney Plus? Nope. No, you guys don't watch musicals. What's no. Hamilton? Oh, it's the been Hamilton? out for a while, but I haven't watched it. But no, it's only been out for a week, right? I thought Hamilton was out in a musical a long time ago. Well, the Hamilton's been a musical, but they don't oh. they don't allow it to be filmed or anything, and they gotcha. released it on Disney Plus about a week ago. Cool. And we have watched that. Actually, I'm probably going to sit down and watch it tonight. Because I like musicals. No, no, they're yeah, they're cool to be there for sure. Chris likes yeah. The Rock. Chris likes musicals. I mean, zombie versus cheerleaders. No zombies versus cheerleaders. We want to hear about Alexander Hamilton. He's getting. I don't, even, I don't even know who that is. He was talking. Hey, about it makes history fun. Stamp. It really does. You watch Hamilton, you're gonna be like, wait, what? He did that? Oh shit! Oh man. So so I I'm learning history and I'm watching a musical. Two things that I just see. Dude, let me let me tell you. Let me tell you what's better than Hamilton. Drunk, Drunk history. history. Yeah. Because actually yeah. Things I, I enjoy doing history and of that recently. And I was like, oh, I need to watch this more often. Mm-hmm. But it was a little bit like uh I was like, maybe the kids shouldn't be in the room, but I was really interesting. I was what like, you watch, watch it. Hey, what what is that on? Hulu, Netflix? Where do you find I that? Nef- Netflix. I Netflix, think. I think. I, I, I don't have Hulu. Wow. So. 
you guys find that you pay almost more for streaming services than you did for cable? Because I'm at that point right now. Yeah, pretty much. It's, yeah, like, it's a wash. YouTube TV is the one that I did for a while to kind of get away from everything. And they just raised their prices to like $59 a month. I'm, yeah, what the, wow. And, and I still pay for Netflix and I pay for Disney Plus. I'm like, and I pay for Amazon technically, right? So go. I'm like, yeah, it's just I gotta go I back to like, uh, like twelve times too. Go back to pirated satellite TV. I never I remember that pirated satellite, but I would always go out and take the filter out of the cable thing, and then <laughs> yeah, I remember that too. Reconnect it without the filter thing, so I could get free cable. The Playboy Channel, Fire Stick. I hear those are pretty good. Oh, I did that for a while. Reprogrammed uh, yeah. with the, with the files on it, so you can download the movies or whatever. Mine stopped mm-hmm. working. I did. I did that for a while. What yeah. about as a kid? Let me ask you guys this. Do you guys remember watching boobies through the squiggly lines on your cable box? Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Whenever, every once in a while, you could, I caught a boobie. I caught a boobie. Oh, I caught a boobie. The, oh, funny, yes, yes. the funny thing oh, is, I like, you remember that. That's awesome. It's <laughs> a great memory, right? You, you think uh, you did. Awesome. What a, it probably was like an elbow with a mole on it. Who and, cares, dude? <laughs> who cares? It got me through the 20 seconds. Hey, so. That's just, right. So, you're just so into it. I'm like, I know that's a boobie. And then... <laughs> All of a sudden, the static clears away. It's just the elbow. What about or this? My, head. my yeah. grandparents, um, for whatever reason, this is when cable was still like really old, when the, the box itself was the decoder. So mm-hmm. I took their cable box from their house. They used to live in the house behind us. And I took it from their house because they were gone for the weekend, and I brought it home, and I had Showtime and HBO. Oh, and, right. and it was like, oh, yes, after 10 o'clock on Showtime, Yes, that was the that was horror. a Showtime show called something about Red Red uh, Red Shoe Diaries. Red yeah, Shoe Diaries. yeah, that's what it was, dude. Yes, you guys are pervs. Uh, hey, the yeah, uh, the the generation right below us, after us, they never knew the struggles. Oh, I guess no. never squiggly boobs. You guys don't even know. No. Like now, they just squiggly boobs. And hey, yeah, squiggly, squiggly boobs. If you want to yep. look, if you want to learn something, just look it up on your phone or YouTube. It. We didn't have that. And when I was starting off as a tech, you could not do that. And I didn't even have a uh, a nice cell phone. I had like a Nextel. I didn't even have a cell phone when I first started. It was just a Nextel phone. That was it. We just mm-hmm. had the beep yep. beep feature on it. You know? Yep, I had the Nextels too. Beep beep. We yeah. had the Nextels. I can well, I didn't. This was before me, but I remember my dad buying the Nextels that were this tall, mm-hmm. and then they had an antenna just as tall. That's what I'm talking and, about. That's what I had, man. Yeah, I remember my dad having those, um, and he, I was talking to him recently about those. And when he first got those, when they came out in the early '90s, whatever it was, um, he had to finance them. He's like, "Oh yeah," he's like, "I had to finance like four phones." He goes, "It was like a couple grand." To get for it's funny because then phones got really cheap and then now they're back up to six so. eight hundred dollars a phone again. Mm. These guys are hilarious in chat. <laughs> yeah, I'm watching. They, they, they like my my freaking. Okay, no, let's talk about something else. Do you guys remember <laughs> watching the movie uh, Blue Lagoon in elementary school? Sounds very familiar. Was that a boat again? With, That's um, like a brother and sister that are yeah, ancestors. Yeah, that I watched that in elementary island. school. Brother and sister that are on a stranded island or deserted on an island by themselves, and Blue then they Leo? end up screwing each other and having yeah. a baby. Oh, that. I never watched. I never watched Stone all of that. Buddies. I just like watched one scene where it's Leo and some chick. I'm like, man, this is boring already, and I turned it off. No, yeah, they yeah. had the kids and they lived out a really? family life. Yeah, 
Yeah. And they were brother and sister and they like, they had like a little, if I remember right, it was like a toe head blonde baby that they had or something. And I yeah. remember it's been so long. And we watched this, I remember wheeling the damn TV, the big old tube TV into the elementary school and we watched Blue Lagoon in there. And it's like, what? How long were they on the I used to love that. Like 25 years or something, something so, crazy. They were kids when they, they got were, there. There was, a, there was a second one that was Return to Blue Lagoon or something like that. Was there? Yeah, I, it was I the second it. version. Holy crap. Did they ever back 90 percent yeah they did that's why they had to return because they i think if i remember right i could be mixing stuff up because my memory's faded right now but um they got off but then i think they didn't like it so they went back is that where the toxic avenger came from maybe i don't know (laughs) hey i forgot to tell you bill i just made a good point when you were setting up the stream today did you click this is not for kids I don't know. <laughs> I don't ever click this is not for... Wait, no, I say this is not Pretty for sure kids. Maybe. But I, I don't do... Um, I don't do 18 or older when I do my stuff. But I, I do it's not for there. kids. Clive, it is incest. But when yes, you're stranded on an island... On an island eh, don't make excuses, Joe. And you know, you know what, Bill? You and I know, and Clive could vouch, I'm pretty sure, in the older days, to keep, no. that, to keep that bloodline strong, oh, yeah, there true. was... You know what I mean? Yeah, there was a little bit of twistedness going on in there. Yeah, just watch Game of Thrones, man. That's based true. on a true story. Good point. Good point. I never got into Game of Thrones. I don't know that I've ever seen a full episode. I tried. Wow. I got about halfway through. Yeah, I got I... kids, though, so I can't watch that stuff Like when they're up. And my oldest daughter's 14 now, and I, it's just uncomfortable watching something like that with her. So um, it's, you... uh, it's just she's she goes to bed at like 10 so i'm like i don't want to stay up past 10 with game of thrones and the walking dead after a while it became i got really really into it and i'm like man this is just so emotionally draining and as you can tell i'm a very emotional person and i'm like this is just so emotionally draining i, I just i'm like done with it i I don't need this drama from walking dead and who daryl's gonna fight and what's going on and i'm like i don't need that kind of nonsense in my life right now how's that yogurt yama yama doesn't give a shit eh? <laughs> that's some nasty looking yogurt <laughs> so yeah well, yo so yeah well tell us what really happened with that that adjustable wrench what happened there buddy i broke it <laughs> how, how did you break it i don't know i was like i was tightening the the suction light on the condenser and suddenly <laughs> hold on, hold on. Uh, you're supposed to use a torque wrench yeah hold on a second wait everyone just stop it let's let's revisit what he just said Yes. If you saw his wrench on the Facebook page, yeah. he shattered a crescent wrench, and mm-hmm. he just said he was tightening the flare nut on a mini split, and that's how it shattered. Did you get struck by lightning while it happened? Like, did you have right? a six-inch breaker bar attached to it? Like, how the hell does it look like he gives a fuck? <laughs> look at him right now. <laughs> no, that uh, I guess I guess the wrench was my grandfather's. It was pretty. Fluffy before that. The funny thing is that yesterday I heard uh, I was tightening um, another another nut on a on a condenser, and when when I tightened the, the nut, I heard a, a cracking noise on that wrench, but it didn't snap, mm. so I continued my work. And today it took a dump. So <laughs> is that yeah. is that that must that's that, is that made in America? No, it's made in F China. <laughs> okay, so, even stuff in Mexico is made in China. That brings True. up what I was thinking about today. So with everything going on right now and um, our relations that we have with China right now is kind of getting sketchy. 
or at least the media is saying it's sketchy. Yeah. Do you think that manufacturers, like tool manufacturers and stuff, because every tool that we have in our vans, there's stuff from China in those tools, whether or not they're made in China, like everything, the parts are from China and everything like that. So mm-hmm. do you think that people, manufacturers in the States will start trying to manufacture their tools here? Like, because think of every vacuum pump manufacturer that we have. There's one that says they're made in America, but it's all Chinese parts. Americans don't want to pay high dollar prices, but Americans want to get paid high dollar to to work in factories. Yeah. True. And and then they want to bitch. So, like, that's... I don't want to know... That's made by Americans, but... Have you guys noticed how these, uh, the tariffs, not trying to get political, but they, like, had tariffs and stuff on everything coming from China? Like, I haven't seen, like, a huge price increase. Yeah, I honestly couldn't even tell you. Not that I know of, and I'm surprised we haven't yet. Oh, yeah, I mean, there was tariffs on all of our equipment with the metal. I remember that. It was a pretty big jump when that happened. Was there? Yeah. I tell you, I do a lot of work in, like, dollar stores that are just filled to the brim with Chinese stuff, and they have not had a problem stocking their shelves, I can tell you that. Yeah. That, that's all 100% cheap Chinese-made crap. I'll tell, tell you one thing. I don't know about you guys, but we're running out of supplies here, like units, and yeah. it's just. I've heard that on the resi side. I yeah. haven't seen it on the commercial side, though. I'm so. wondering. I was wondering though too, because like I asked them, because Amana and Goodman, they have a they have the the biggest. I think it's the it's definitely the biggest factory in the country. It I think might, it might be the world. It it's might be huge. the world in Texas. Yeah, it's re- you can't even see the other side of the factory. But anyways, yeah. they're like going nonstop. They stopped, they closed for three weeks and now they're like pumping out units nonstop and everyone is out of everything. Hmm. So my question yeah, is, I have heard that. is it because like they were that far behind from three weeks or is a lot of the parts that they need from China and China still shut down and they're not sending mean. the parts over, yeah. right? That's exactly it. That's what I was thinking, right? Yeah. China's back up and I have noticed I've I've had uh, a couple times where my parts have been on extended back order, like parts that you wouldn't really expect to be on back order like a water valve for a steamer or something stupid you, no. you ordering from parts town bill yeah parts town or heritage once I, in a while. i've got a backlog i will say that i've got a backlog of parts my dad was just telling me he's like dude he goes we got like 12 orders with parts town right now and, yeah, and parts town's usually seen, pretty good it's taking forever and parts town's prices actually we were just having this discussion today their prices went through the roof now you might know chris did um i heard a rumor that parts town bought heritage yeah did they? Partstown has bought Heritage. They bought every company out there. The only company they haven't bought yet is Case Parts, and they haven't bought. Um, there's another one too. Uh, there's like two. There's the Partstown owns everybody now. So, mm-hmm. all right. Well, I think it is time to wrap it up. I don't know about you guys. That's a good call. Good call. You know what, Chris? Before we go, good call on that. But we gotta wish somebody a happy birthday. Still, I think. Is he yeah. in here? Go ahead, Bill. Good old buddy Randy, Randy Ravioli. It's his 30th birthday as of what day was that? Two days ago? Yeah, it was a couple days ago. Yeah, yeah. So he's 30 years old and uh, two and three days. So, Randy, if you can hear us, bark twice. Bill, your mom's saying it's your birthday soon. No, it's not my birthday. I don't have birthdays. (laughs) I just, I just appeared. Billion, is, is the candle is the candle starting to flicker, Bill? Is it I just, just I just came to be you know, just like ready to blow out and then you're just gonna disappear. No, I do have a birthday coming up, but I'm not gonna tell you guys when because that's that's between me and God. We'll figure Bonnie, it out. Bonnie, go ahead and let us know in the chat when Bill's birthday is. 
Yeah. Or post it on Facebook. Yeah, post it on Facebook. Thanks. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Facebook will automatically populate and tell everybody what it is. Oh, I love that. I, I love the um I'll usually just to be a dick when face because I, I usually don't do that. But every once in a while I'll send a random person like, Hey, Facebook told me to tell you happy birthday. Like I'll just send that to him instead of saying <laughs> happy birthday. <laughs> Good bad, Randy. I haven't seen Randy, but all these guys, all the fans in here, saying happy birthday is pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's pretty late. Maybe he fell asleep. Maybe he was here right. when we started off, though. That's okay. All. Cool. All right. Cool. Well, guys, thank you. I'm gonna go home and uh, or go home. I'm gonna go sit <laughs> on the couch and uh, eat some more bagel, drink a couple more seltzer waters, and maybe watch Hamilton. So, ah, uh, Hamilton. I like Phantom of the Opera. That was my favorite. Uh, what about um? Other one? No, there's another one going on here. Yeah, oh, wait, wait, Greatest Showman. Did you see Greatest Showman? No, that was oh, I like musical. The, the song. Watch the Greatest Showman. That's got Hugh Jackman. That's got Wolverine in it. Oh wow, that's Wolverine in it. <laughs> yeah, that song has got a hook to it, and that that does. And you know, a better movie with Hugh Jackman is that one where uh, I forget the name, but he's a magician in the movie. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah was, what's the name of that movie? Wait, that wasn't The Illusionist, was it? It might have been the like two or three at the same time. Um, so, uh, Hugh Jackman and Christian Bale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Christian oh, Bale. Wait, is that the one where Christian Bale had a doppelganger yeah. the whole time? Yeah. I see what, yeah, okay. that one. That end, one was a twisted one. And then in the end, Hugh Jackman like figures out kind of how he got that. Yeah. From, you know, Mr. Tesla helped him with that. Yeah, that was a mind explosion. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. I still Definitely. remember when he chopped his finger off. I'm th- I, the whole time I'm thinking, I wonder if I could do that, if I could chop my own finger off like he did in that movie. That took some dedication for them to to keep that charade going on as long as oh, they yeah. did. Sorry that we ruined it for everybody. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> so Bill's 29. We got to go, but Bill's 29. Am I? Shit. Young, young boy. Baloney. I am 29. Damn. I am 29. That's why I have to wear sunglasses. I don't, oh, I don't want to ruin my young life. To be 29 again. I'm 37. Mm-hmm. You're 37? It feels like freaking a long time ago, dude. I bet you sound like a haunted mansion when you stand up. I'm 38. Yeah. My legs, yeah, it hurts. Freaking and groaning. Sit on the toilet for 45 minutes. My, yeah. my legs fall asleep. That's what we should talk about. So I'm not, not you going to the bathroom, but uh, one of these days we'll talk about our, our HVAC injuries. And aches and pains and twenty nine again. Yeah. yeah, I agree, Bill. Yeah, we can do that again. Hashtag twenty nine again. That's that's the hashtag that's going to end the show. Hashtag nice. squiggly boobs. Squi- squiggly <laughs> boobs. Actually, a pretty good one. That yeah. that 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 is okay. That so when good. when you hear that, that does that not give you that cool memory? Like oh fuck, there was never... nothing wrong with that memory. Like that oh, was no. innocence right there. That was, that was funny, boobs. man. That was that funny. was pure innocence. There yeah. was that in your life. You had no worries other than. Hopefully mom doesn't walk in while I'm watching squiggly boobs. Yeah, I never, <laughs> I never, I never did that sort of thing. And I guess that's why I don't watch Hamilton. Oh, so squiggly boobs ruined me. Mm-hmm. It might've twisted something around. Not sure. Awesome. Saying, not saying it's a bad thing. Just saying it's a thing. You're just saying that because your mom's watching. <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. Huh?
Wow!